You are listening to AnswerCast. Hello and welcome to AnswerCast, a series of insightful conversations with leaders who are shaping the new world with their expertise and passion for technology, innovation, customer experience, global business models, marketing, strategy, and much more. Hi, this is Smita Hemigir, Head of Marketing and Sir. Thank you, Arun Kumar, Managing Director and Country Head India and Head of Innovation Global Business Services, Telstra India, for coming to our current episode of AnswerCast, where one can get all their answers. Welcome, Arun. Can you please briefly introduce yourself and Telstra to our audience today? Thank you, Smita, and a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. I manage Telstra India. And I also do another role in Telstra, which is lead its innovation efforts uh, on all things that are digital and uh, building future skills from India. I've been in Telstra for three years now. Uh, I also chair the India board of Telstra and we're building, as you know, a futuristic team here in India to support our businesses globally. We are now present in Bangalore. That's where we started two years back with our innovation and capability center. And this year during the pandemic, we managed to complete growth in two other cities. So we have two more satellite centers, one in Pune and one in Hyderabad. So that makes it three ICCs uh, for Telstra in India. Thanks. Uh, that seems to be an interesting growth journey. And I think it's going to be quite connected back to what we're going to be speaking on today's call. Today's topic is all about what we get to see from organizations which are truly a, a strong brand for themselves or a force for themselves. And if I look back and if I think, what do Amazon, Tesla, Uber, Airbnb, Spotify, and Netflix have in common? They're all considered to be exponential organizations. These companies grow at an av above average growth rate of more than 10x. And if we go back and look at how these organizations are structured, what we see is they make do with consider considerably fewer resources, thanks to the new forms of organization or organization structure and also the extensive use of new, especially digital and emerging technologies. The notion of exponential organizations was first developed by Silicon Valley veteran, Salim Ismail, who's also the co-founder of Singularity University. Based on years of closely observing startups and large corporations attempting to disrupt their industry, exponential growth leaders share many expected traits. They have a very strong vision, a profound understanding of their market now, as well as 10 years from now, very future focused, a commitment to be a lifelong learner. They're driven by purpose for both themselves and the organization. As exponential organizations start to accelerate over the next decade, there will be a need to balance the success, which also means that this leadership needs to reskill themselves and one where the senior leaders will have to undergo personal transformation. It will require a new mindset, skills, as well as emotions in ways that were very different from before. In today's edition of AnswerCast, Arun and I are talking about the exponential organizations and people-first leadership that will define the next decade. Let's get started right away. Arun, in your view, how can exponential organizations define the future? Can you talk to us about characteristics, features, anything as 
proof points or anecdotal information that you know you've seen and you've lived by great question to start off the topic smita exponential organizations are outliers some of the references that you made salim ismail's uh, uh, work on the book as well as you know the the kind of studies that are in singularity uh, university all those point to a set of characteristics that are very different from normally excellent companies now there is a difference between excellent company the many excellent companies you look at fortune 500 they're all excellent companies but very few qualify as exponential and i think apart from the definitions of what exponential is which is usually a blistering pace of growth over a short period of time my views on characteristics of exponential organizations specifically around four areas the first is that exponential organizations are obsessed with creating the future they're not worried about the future they're not they're not planning for the future they're creating the future so they're defining how future will look like for their customers how will future look like for their products and services how will future look like for their business model so they're constantly creating that future today that's the first characteristic the second one is exponential organizations are cross industry they don't just think they're industry right the examples that you said for instance what we're doing in telstra we're not just restricting ourselves to providing faster telecom we're looking at how can telecom be a force of change as a technology that impacts healthcare that impacts iot that impacts gaming industry that impacts energy that impacts mining that impacts everybody in the world so you're talking about cross industry stuff you're not just talking about yourself your business you're talking about your entire supply chain you're talking about your ecosystem and you're saying hey how can i learn from some other industry to give an example we learned from the f1 how to be more nimble about our digital processes as we delivered real time experiences to our customers now that wouldn't have come from some other telecom company so you got to think cross function you got to think cross industry and you also have to think about you know connecting to the first point that if i can put two industries together functions from two industries what can it create for the future great example is you know singtel in singapore and grab a raid hailing hailing company together are forming a digital bank now that would have been unimaginable a few years back and that those are the kind of examples that i'm talking about in terms of outlier organizations are creating the future in a way that 1 plus 1 is greater than 10 it's not just two the third aspect of ex- exponential organization is what you mentioned is rapid growth but the difference between fast growing companies who are doing extremely well and who are extremely profitable and exponential organizations the difference in their growth is that exponential organizations grow beyond just numbers they grow in terms of the impact they are having on their ecosystem i give an example i mean we grew tremendously in the last two years in india from inception to where we are today three centers delivering innovation artificial intelligence uh, advanced service delivery and digital process transformation for our customers from india in just two years of formation now that calls for tremendous focus on operational excellence on delivery on process and scaling but what we also did in the pandemic year was we probably hit the ball out of the park when it came to people engagement we in fact take more pride in the fact that we've come out as more people centric more empathizing organization a very empathetic leadership besides hitting the ball out of the park on delivery so we we did extraordinarily well in our numbers we did extraordinarily well in the way the organization and its people came together bonded together and created that force 
of a very people centric culture so that's that's what growth is about so growth is not just about numbers growth is about very very holistic view of what are we doing to create that future again related to the future to process as and the way we have grown we've also made sure that we have as much diverse cognitively diverse workforce we've taken people from banking from automotive from electronics we just didn't assemble a bunch of telecom people to say hey we're setting up a telecom services company in india so let's get veteran telecom people and run it no we've got people from other industries and i think our early success in scaling in delivering and and being excellent is because we have tremendous amount of cognitive diversity in our workforce which has been very deliberately designed so that's another another as the last one i guess and this is incredibly important in my view in my experience is exponential organizations are basically experimental labs of the future they have a strong culture of experimentation they rapidly experiment stuff they're not afraid of failing because they baked in the risk low risk of failures into smaller experiments they have the culture of breaking a big problem which is a big vision into small chunks and quickly rapidly experimenting and saying does this work yeah it works does the other one work three components work let's go to the fifth one let's scale it up now when you break an organization's operating culture into a series of experiments where everybody is empowered to ideate to create to contribute then you create a very exponential organization so in summary those are those are my candidates or characteristics for an exponential organization or call it my recipe which is create the future be futuristic think about the future obsess about the future not just your future but your customers future what do customers want in the future not just what i want in the future be cross industry learn from other industries and be quick to pick on cues from other industries third is growth growth has to be holistic it has to be qualitative and not just quantitative and the last is the culture of rapid experimentation that you have to be a lab of the future and so these these to me are you know form uh, some kind of a recipe for saying here's how exponential organizations are beginning to look like and here's how they differentiate themselves from merely excellent organizations that sound like a recipe for one of those masterclass episodes isn't it where you're creating one of those really exquisite dishes that you get to try very very interesting moving a little different and especially on the back of the pandemic and you know people working remote first with people facing tragedy or where they've all had some kind of personal loss or being away from family i want to understand what does that mean for exponential organizations leadership then needs to start thinking with a lot more empathy it needs to have a little more grounded moral compass what is your view and how do you think a grounded moral compass will actually help steering the exponential organization in a manner for growth for the next decade i think what the pandemic has done is to surface the truth that we all our organizations are essentially human and as humans we are vulnerable we seek connection we seek love and affection and empathy and that is what makes us who we are so exponential organizations or any organization for that matter isn't about at the end of the day technology or digital or any of those heady things we got carried away with it's basically about people and my hypothesis and my experience is that every business is a people business and if you're people centered that if you can create an environment where people thrive where people feel empowered where people feel trusted where people feel valued then that's what i call a people centric organization and it is not 
a counter to exponential growth or being technologically savvy or being digital first or whatever i think the characteristic of of most organizations in the future successful ones the really good ones would be around people and you could choose as to how you want to drive that people centricity in your organization you could say that i'm focused more on empowerment you could say that hey i'm i'm someone who's going to focus so much on learning that people would would just thrive here learning new skills and and creating being creative and adding to innovation so there are different aspects to being people centric so in our case i guess the pandemic really really brought out the fact that we are a startup in a large 100 plus year old company we're just 2 years old in fact when the pandemic started we were less than a year old and when you're less than a when you're when you're just about less than 2 years old and when you're growing at a pace that we were growing we realized that it's not it's not having the latest network it's not having a 5g lab it's not about robotics it's not about artificial intelligence but it's about how empowered and how strong do people feel to contribute to your vision because you can have a great vision you can have a great strategy you can have the access to best technology but if people haven't bought into it if people don't come every day morning to work with a 100% commitment saying i'm going to make this happen then you know you're not you're not a differentiated organization and in our case the pandemic actually helped us because we were growing we were small in number it helped us connect in ways we didn't anticipate we would connect i think the people engagement went really really deep and broad you know just to give an example we the, the india organization and the innovation organization achieved a record people engagement score both qualitatively as well as quantitatively across telstra globally uh, and that put us in a spotlight saying you know not only did we did we face the brunt of the pandemic but we came out of it anti fragile we came out of it in a way that said we are not stronger thanks to the pandemic right no thanks but thanks to the pandemic we stronger and we know how to how to leverage the human connections at work so beyond just being a great network and technology company we are we are striving to be a great humanly connected company human centric company you mentioned purpose and i think that's again the core to being an exponential organization that you're working not just for a vision or a strategy or for market domination you're working for a purpose so we defined our purpose as building a future a connected future where everyone can thrive and that's a very strong statement that says that anyone who comes in touch with us whether it's a supplier or an employee or a customer or a shareholder whoever will thrive on that experience and and they will have a connection experience with telstra that they can never have elsewhere now that strong purpose actually sends a very very strong motivator across different functions and workforce to say that hey we as people with our human connection are going to make technology really work for others because it's not just about putting a technology out there for customers to experience it's about how you put it there it's about how you support it it's how you how you walk with your customers with the new technology and emerging technology it makes a difference and to be able to do that you have to be tremendously focused on the well-being of our people people must be happy people must be strongly committed and so our values we defined our values based on our purpose and those values actually surfaced very strongly during the pandemic and helped us reinforce our purpose first one first of our values says we are change makers which means crisis or not we are looking at opportunities we are not looking at problems we are looking at opportunities we look at risks as opportunities we look at the crisis as an opportunity and in every such opportunity we are asking ourselves if we are the change makers what can we do better for our customers 
The second value we said was make things simple, keep things simple. Uh, so we cut through a lot of lot of hoops in the way we deliver things. And as you know, telecom as an industry is notoriously big and complicated. Now, how do you take that big complicated piece of work and start simplifying it? Now you just can't you just can't put a fancy piece of technology and and define a process and expect people to just do magic. You have to work your way through people. you have to get people to understand that beyond technology beyond all the processes is a human connection at work here that you have to be tremendously empathetic to each other and also to your customers in order to make things simple and the third value was how can you change things how can you simplify things on your own it's not just technology and it's not just your skills but you have to be better together and that's our third value that if you're better together we are better together we are not best alone we better together and that better together sparked new models of collaboration new spirit of collaboration across functions and the way we delivered to customer the way we came together to deliver to the customer or to define new products and new future for our customers right and finally how do you sustain all of this how can you collaborate better how can you simplify how can you be change makers and the fourth value is incredibly important to us and place to the people centricity theme which is to say we show we care right and and that is Uh, something that we want to kind of be part of our blood our dna we want to make sure that we are a company that cares we show we care we just don't just say we care we show we care in our action uh, with our with our colleagues with our suppliers with our customers with our stakeholders every every type of individual or corporation that comes in touch with us we care right and during the pandemic especially in india given what we went through in the second wave i think the we care value came in tremendously as a helpful tool a mirror in our face saying remember at the end of the day it's the well-being and the happiness of people that matters more than anything else right everything else can wait we will deliver to the customer we will not fail in our promise the promises but this is an opportunity for us to lift our people up and when we lift our people up we then don't have to do anything else because those people would on their own motivation on their own inspiration deliver you know it's what many many years back jrd data said about the business about his business saying we take care of our employees and our employees take care of our business and i and i think we we getting there in terms of saying show we care is a binding value uh, and when you put these four values together change makers simplify better together and show we care it kind of blends some of the words that you used in your in your question which is empathy and connection and what it does is that it makes our business model as much as it is about future technologies and as much as it is about new ways of working it makes our business model human centric and that's really where we're going thanks arun thanks for that i really like the way you spoke about you know being human centric i'm quite keen to understand if we were to you know look at exponential growth and then looking at you know more human centric or people first leadership and uh, look at this moving away from business as usual leadership which has been the norm for many years till i think we all came on the face of the pandemic and like the way you said it showed all of us a mirror how do you see them connected what were the lessons that you learned at elstra are there certain anecdotal stories that you would like to share with us which kind of shows us how exponential organizations and people first leadership go hand in hand yeah couple of examples and both these are from very hot trends of of technology that that most industries most most companies are adopting one is automation the other is 
AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning. Now, uh, a year back as the pandemic started, uh, as we were building our resiliency uh, across our supply chain, across our partners, and across the services we provide from our centers, one of our biggest challenges was, hey, how do you deliver the type of service when people are sitting at home and not in a team, which was happening on our specialized, sophisticated network, access to data, access to systems, highly regulated and highly customer sensitive. Now you're, you're taking this, this integrated mass of strength and you're fragmenting it into people's homes on a, on a mere desktop and, and whatever connection people have. How do you bring that back? How do you make sure that the, that the fragmented distributed workforce is in no way less effective than the collective coherent mass that was working from the office. And one of the things that we did was look at automation very differently. Instead of looking at automation to eliminate tasks and eliminate people in involvement, we looked at automation to elevate people. Some of the projects that we implemented included, hey, this automation is not meant to remove those five tasks this guy is doing, but it's meant, it's we're now rewiring that whole automation to say, that guy can has more time now to think about the customer and about the process because we've we've got this cognitive process which is a which is an added coworker. So we almost gave a virtual FTE to that employee instead of saying we've replaced your work with a machine. And that's even though it's subtle, it's a very very powerful way, way of relooking at what automation can do to continue to keep your people centric and customer centric, and at the same time look at automation's role not to eliminate people but to elevate people so that's that's one thing that that we did we, we had good good couple of experiments with that where we realized that people are more effective not just more efficient but more effective delivering to customers delivering value to stakeholders when they have powerful cognitive co-workers so that's that's a big big shift in strategy of our automation which we continue to build the second one is on AI, artificial intelligence and machine learning. And I know that several, there are several, several candidates in an organization's process, uh, both on the revenue side, customer experience side, as well as on the, on the back office side, where these technologies can change the paradigm of efficiency, effectiveness, and experience of customer, right? And it can make the organization much more resource-free in terms of to be able to deploy, look at future and look at new opportunities. Now, as we continue to build our AI ML capability, uh, and as you know, we, we built during the pandemic year, a state-of-the-art 5G lab in Bangalore. Uh, this 5G lab helps us virtualize testing of devices over our new network. It helps us build new, build and deploy new IoT models virtually over our network. It's something that, that we have done in a very, very innovative way. And for the first time, placed it outside of our operational market. Right? Uh, but given that, the concept of AI ML, we could get carried away saying, you know, go all out, deploy AI ML in, in as many areas as possible and turn the organization into a, into a cognitive machine learning driven, data driven organizations. While we're doing that, and while we have placed equal investment, equal attention and equal importance to the ethics, transparency and fairness of AI ML that we're deploying. There is as big a theme on, on AI ethics and you know the impact of AI on people, customers, stakeholders, society, et cetera, as much as there are AI ML developers. And that goes to show the commitment of the organization saying, 
technology is great but again when you think about what this technology is going to do to people you got to make sure that this technology does not create more inequality that this technology actually is transparent explainable fair and can actually enrich people's life in the earlier conversation smith i spoke about you know when you talk about growth using technology exponential organizations think very holistically not unidimensional and that's what we're doing here as we're being very very uh, careful with stuff like automation and ai and ml because we significantly understand what impact they can have on people not just employees but on customers and we're making sure that there are enough safety nets that there are enough governance and processes and equally intelligent people looking at the other side of these tools to say are they fair are they explainable do they have safety nets and there's a lot of that going on so these are these are some of the things that i can think of which kind of blends very well our technology ambition with the grounded people centric focus thanks arun i think we've we've come to the end but i've had like a very interesting conversation with you and it's actually changed the way i look at exponential organizations because predominantly i thought of them as just high growth organizations but you you know you clearly set my expectations around that very different so to quickly sum up our conversation exponential organizations are likely to become powerful in the world over over the next decade as they outperform traditional organizations and as are, as they are seen now they will be the outliers with the likelihood of causing significantly harm higher given the speed of exponential technologies power of people first leadership comes as a welcome safety wall and the lens through which they can consider moral leadership of such organizations and that's going to be super critical as they look over the next a decade what this also means is it will require a new set of leadership tools vision and an execution that needs to be practiced and exercised in order for these organizations to truly practice what they are preaching and which also means that they're going to set out a new leadership paradigm for a kind of world and that's going to be paramount going forward it's also about people connecting back with the larger vision values and belief while being extremely committed organizations which are on this path can come out anti fragile irrespective of what market or a condition which is like the pandemic which kind of threatens them i love the way you were able to talk through the purpose of building a connected future at telstra you spoke about how you can make technology that works for others when you spoke about the entire ecosystem and not just your customers alone but you spoke about partners your people customers and all of them together you the values that you so well described were extremely holistic ensures that you have the right kind of governance process while ensuring that you are fair you've also given enough safety nets so that people can try experiment fail fast as well as move ahead uh, which are truly the tenets of an exponential organization i enjoyed this conversation thank you arun for being on today's episode of answercast it was a pleasure to host you thank you smita great summary i think it was better than even my answers thank you very much i enjoyed speaking with you thank you for tuning in please join us again for an exciting conversation with yet another leader answering the unanswered questions Follow us on our social channels for the latest updates.